The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime, your home for the lowest-priced last-minute tickets. Download the GameTime app today and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100 times. Promo code HGP at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our hosts. We got Brian Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right here. Another another, another two nights off for the Flyers. I had two nights off last week, back to back, two nights off here again. So, you know, a little, little bored without Flyers to watch, but, you know, it's, it's there's hockey on, so it's all good. I'm a bit tired. Uh, you know, with the lack of drinking these days, not drinking most days, being Lent and all, but uh, that means that I watch a lot of shows in this time because normally I'm just drinking on the balcony, listening to music all night. But uh, in the absence of doing that, I crank out some shows. So I've been going through some um, Irish crime dramas lately. So that's that's why you maybe noticed me using the word scumbag yesterday. It's like it's getting into my head uh, the way they speak. Um, but yeah, it's good shows. Like I love hate. Highly recommend that one. That was, that was a hell of a watch. Really funny, really gritty, dark. Also, uh, yeah, it was a fucking great show. So check it out. Check it out. What's the story? <laughs> That's also where that comes from. Oh, too. get the fuck out of here. What's your story, bro? What's, What's your story? story? <laughs> no, don't start with that. I'm doing good. I'm going to lie. I was off today, so I've been boozing. Made a beautiful dinner. You know what I've been doing all night? I've been fucking just blasting Southern Ontario post-hardcore music. I've been firing up the Monine, firing up the Alexis on fire, firing up the Protest the Hero. Oh, my goodness gracious. I saw Protest the Hero play a place called The Underground in Oshawa. And what it was, it was like a music club underneath a laser tag place in fucking Oshawa. And like this was like 2004. I was like, I don't know, like 11 or some shit, like 10 years old. But it was absolutely awesome. Sweet time. Love that band. Love that shit. It's just all, it's all like... So hell yeah, man. That shit was awesome. I've been having a good day, though, gentlemen. I'm... A little drunky. Are you guys doing good though? We're all doing good. Everybody's having a good time. Doing Way good. too sober, but yeah, I guess doing all right. All right. Well, I'm it's glad. A, uh, it's good to see you like this rather than when you're working nights and you don't know what day it is and like you don't know what time it is. So I'm I'm, I'm happy to see you like this. It is Tuesday, and it is yeah. nine fifty. I did double check. It's nine fifty eight. We are rocking and rolling. Up. All right, let's get this shit going. Everybody, go check out our Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey. We got we got five games we're gonna talk about today. Not a lot, but you know we'll, we'll get into it. We'll make a time out of it. There's basketball going on. There's soccer. Baseball news is is happening. I saw some people talking about some stuff today. So that's good. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, but you can find all that information at the SGPM website. Be sure to go check it out. Read the articles. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. Those are absolutely killer. Um, what else can you do to listen to the other shows? My shout out to boy Jeff Fox. I haven't shout out Jeff Fox in the MMA gambling podcast in a while. You know, those guys are absolutely beauties, and I'm sure they're buzzing after UFC the other day. So hell yeah. Also, want to say the NASCAR show. If you guys don't listen to that show, we don't really like converse with them that much. They don't know that I'm as big of a fanboy as I am. But all these guys do is pick winners, I feel like, man. They're fucking killing it. So if you're not listening to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, be sure to go check that out as well. Um, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Great digress. Great conversations happening in the Discord. Our boy Archer and I had a great conversation today. It's always nice to see. And everybody in there is always posting some great stuff, dude. So if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals there. If you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We should have pushed you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HTTP Twitter account. Social media assistant producer will tell you everything you need to know. Uh, or what else you can do is you can... Uh, 
You can just move over to Dublin, laddie. And when you're out there in Dublin heading up the old Guinness factory, when you go in and watch some Irish crime shows, you can go to our very own cunt, Joel Meyer. That little motherfucking cunt will be sure to point you in the right direction. All you got to be is like, hey, you fucking dog's hair. How the fuck do we get to do the Discord? And he'll be like, well, you take two Simpson Guinness, one shot to Jameson, and you come right over here, and you sit on me lap, and I tell you to go fuck your mother. And after that, that's how you get into the Discord, laddie. I'm not a big Guinness guy, are you? I hate Guinness, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I'll cook with it. I do a Guinness stew. It's really good. But other than that, I'm not drinking Guinness. So. Yeah. Yeah. JMO all day, though. Fair Guinness, is, Guinness is too much. Yeah, get in the Discord. Uh, subscribe to the Hockey Gaming Podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. It all helps the show grow. Leave us a five-star rating and review, and I'll read it at the end of the show. All right, we're not going to go into our lock dogs and totals from last show because they're not done yet, goddammit, okay? So keep that in mind for the next time we record. Um, what are we going to do? Joel, do you want to talk about your futures now or do you want to talk about them later? What are, what are uh, we doing? Seriously. They're here for our dumb picks. We can save the futures for after. Okay, all right. Well, if that's the case, then we will go right into ads, gentlemen. Mr. Ryan Gilp. Take it away. All right. Um, we're brought to you by pulling up the ad read document. I believe it's game time. Game time is the fast and easiest <laughs> it's always way. Game time. <laughs> Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Uh, get them app is great. They got flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Get the images with the seat views to know exactly what to expect before you arrive. And they have the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. Uh, so make sure you check out Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN. For $20 off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code HGP, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100 underdog fantasy promo code hgp all right gentlemen we're gonna jump right into this nice and quickly here we have five games set for what's today wednesday february 22nd boys ready to rock and roll here or what oh yeah hell yeah okay first game on the docket here we got the buffalo sabers against the montreal canadians game itself is in montreal the 7 p.m time slot um, Buffalo on the money line sitting at minus 130. Le Habitant, Le Blanc et Rouge on the money line sitting at plus 110. Uh, over under sitting at six and a half. Over paying off minus 122. The under plus 102. Bowie, get the fuck off my laptop, you cunt. Jesus, fuck I gotta shoot him. I gotta shoot him. Oh, shit, I hit him in the head. Uh, all right. Uh, do, 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 do. that was off screen. No, no cats were harmed in the making. No, of this cat. we don't, yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna lean towards Buffalo in this game, dude. Last time we saw these two teams play, it was a 6 1 win with Buffalo. I think that was sometime in early January. Um, Montreal, you know, they're the Habs, they are what they say, they are what they say on the tin, you know. Um, I was actually running through the roster with my buddy at work the other day, and they have talent on their roster, it's just I don't know. It's like it's like when you have a sick box of Lego and it's half built, and you're like, at the end, this is going to be awesome. But right now, it's just it's just nothing, and it's a lot of work, you know. But eventually, maybe they'll get there. With that being said, the Buffalo Sabers, when it comes to division records, seven seven and one, not great. But the Habs, four nine and two. So everything to me in this game is leading Buffalo. I'm going to take them minus one thirty. I think that's a pretty decent bet. Um, who's expected to play? I'm seeing Ukapeka Lukanen expected to play. He's been pretty lights out the past 10 games or so. Sam Montebo has been the better goalie for the Habs as well, so keep that in mind. I'm going to take the Sabres, and I'm going to lean towards the under 6.5 plus 102 here. Um, I don't know. I, I it, Both teams kind of suck, so you could see seven goals, but I think both teams don't suck as bad as like a Chicago or a San Jose or like a, an Anaheim or something like that. So I think it's more of a, a controlled shit. Right, it's like if you're taking a shit, but you're controlling it, as opposed to just explosive diarrhea games. So I think we're going to see some system play here. Give me the under six and a half. Give me the Sabers. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's a good analogy there. I, I, I do like Thank the Sabers though. Sabers minus one thirty. I got it when they when they opened around minus one fifteen. I think minus one thirty is fine. They are are the better team. First half of a back to back for the Habs. So I'm not sure who's gonna you're gonna get there in net. I think either way, Buffalo has the advantage. They've been up and down recently. Outplayed the the Ducks 37 14 shots, but they lost four three somehow there. And the Habs just have not been good. They, they had the one good game against the Ducks, but the Ducks aren't a good team. And they lost four three Washington, lost to the Rangers, lost seven two to St. Louis. So I think Buffalo here is a better team. They're fine on the road. Montreal's not great at home anyway. So I like Buffalo minus one thirty. Uh, no real play on the total, just a uh, just a play on on the Sabers. Breaking news! Breaking news! Ryan Johansson can score. First goal Ooh. since December for the Avalanche is uh, number two center getting paid eight million from two teams. Uh, finally, that fucking slow fuck. Um, yeah, so one one there. It's uh, yeah for for this slate though. I mean, uh, disclaimer. Um, I'm this is a bad time of year for me. Like traditionally, like the past three years, this is when I've, I've lost the most money. Uh, this is when my style of handicapping does not appear to work. So that means I'm being very selective, taking it. Taking it easy for the most part. And, it's because you're uh, sober. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not betting when I'm hammered, usually, anyway. You should. Um, maybe I should try that. Uh, but, though, no, this one, I'm going to go against you guys. Give me the Canadians. Sabres are playing like shit lately. Uh, Canadians aren't exactly a great team, but give me them at home. Uh, at plus odds, uh, Owen Power, ever since he's been out, Sabres have been playing even worse. Um, so that's a big deal for them. And uh, yeah, he's he's probably their best player when he's fully healthy. So, and Tage Thompson, yeah, he hasn't had a great year. So, uh, give me the Canadians plus one ten. Lean to the uh, lean to the under six and a half. Though I mean, traditionally, like last year, this would be a a dead nuts over game. But the way the teams are playing these this uh, season, I, I think the under is the play here, especially at a uh, at uh, plus odds here. Okay, right on. Uh, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago here. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at minus 198. Blackhawks on the money line at plus 164. The over-under sitting at five and a half. Overpaying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Uh, Rye guy. Come on. Flyers got to beat the doors off Chicago here, eh? What are we saying? Yeah, you got, you got Flyers in the money line here, minus 198. You got Flyers on the puck line, plus 136. You got Flyers on the ladder puck line, minus two and a half, whatever that's paying off. I, I, I like that. Coming off a you know tough loss in the stadium series at MetLife on, on Saturday, you know, kind of outplayed the Devils, just, just a few bounces here and there, you know, didn't go their way and they went the Devils' way. And, you know, Tortorella has been hard on them in practice. Um, so I, I think it's going to be the flyers here flyers you know come out come out big it's not going to be a trap game they need to get two points here before a weekend set against the rangers and penguins uh so yeah i mean the blackhawks have bedard back that's great probably bet bedard point or or bedard goal because he's been insane he's up to minus 500 for calder but uh chicago's lost just lost 6-3 lost 4-1 to pittsburgh before so they, they tend to lose by you know two or three goals at least so love the flyers here on the puck line and play minus two and a half too yeah, I'm going with the Flyers as well. Uh, I mean, Bedard is the entire Blackhawks team. Um, and when he's not going, the team aren't going. As you saw in the last game, he had to provide two assists and the goal to to get their three goals against the Hurricanes. But yeah, the, the, the Flyers have a, a Selkie winner by the name of Sean Couturier. Just put Couturier on Bedard. He'll shut him down. No problem. The rest of the Blackhawks can't do shit. So Flyers just uh, they have a nice matchup advantage there. Obviously, Blackhawks have the the last change, but the Flyers have enough depth to to contain them in any case. So give me the Flyers here. Uh, you can do the regulation or the minus one and a half or Blackhawks team total under. So yeah, I, I do expect a lower scoring game anyway, especially on the Blackhawks side. So yeah, Flyers all the way and uh, the under as well. Why not? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you guys here. I, I really like the Philly play. I think Flyers and Regulation is probably the best look in this. I think their last six wins have been in Regulation. Six out of the last seven have been in Regulation. Um, so I don't mind that. I don't know what it's sitting at. Maybe like, what, minus 120, 125 or something around there. Maybe minus 130. I think that's still a lot better than the minus 198 on the money line. Um, uh, I got burned the other day when I said Chicago sucks. You know, they came out and they beat the Sands. Should be told the Sands suck too. The Philadelphia Flyers are an actual hockey team. So I'm, I'm confident in that. Um, as far as over under goes in this game, 
I don't know. That's tidy for me. Peter Morasic has been low. Can we talk about like Peter Morasic actually being good all of a sudden? Like, you know, uh, you know what it is? Some goalies, when they play in a shit team, they kind of thrive when they're facing, you know, 35 to 40 to 50 shots a night. They, they, they peak up to that. But when it comes to the 15 saves you have to make on a good team, they can't get it done. So um, we saw Peter Morasic be pretty solid in between the pipes on a mediocre Detroit team when he first came into the league. Uh, maybe that's just the kind of goalie he is, yo. And uh, they extended him. I know we gave him shit and chirped it the other day, but uh, maybe he is the right goalie for this terrible team in Chicago. With all that being said, I'm going to lean towards the under. I hate the five and a half. I might boost it. I might look for like a six, even if it's paying off like minus 135 or something. I, I don't mind paying a little bit of extra money on that with the push and play. Um, but I will be leaning towards the under and then give me the uh, give me the flyers and regulation. Okay, uh, moving on to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Arizona State University Coyotes, baby. Game itself is at Arizona State University in Mullet Arena. Uh, first time the Leafs have been in Mullet Arena, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out for them. Uh, Leafs on the money line sitting at minus 218. Coyotes on the money line at plus 180. Leafs on the puck line at minus 1.5 sitting at plus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 125. The under plus 105. Uh, interesting matchup here. Austin Matthews has scored something stupid, like 65% of his games against Arizona in his career. So uh, an Austin Matthews goal, especially at this time of the year, how he's playing, wouldn't be uh, out of the picture. Keep in mind, if he scores in this game, it's his 50th goal against the or of the season in Arizona. The hockey gods work in funny ways. I wouldn't be too surprised or shocked to see that happening. Maybe him and any time goal scorer would pay off. I know last game it was sitting at minus 120. It'll probably be around that same spot for this game. Um, another kind of look to here. This is the fifth and final game of suspension for Morgan Riley. The Leafs are 18, two and two without Morgan Riley in the past two years, which is just fucking absolutely banana lands here. Uh, if they do win this, they'll be on a five game winning streak and win all five games with him under suspension. Um, trade yeah, him. No, no, no. We're not having this conversation. This is a topic for another day. <laughs> do not trade Morgan Riley. Do not think this team should trade Morgan Riley. Your team would be very happy to have Morgan Riley on his team. Um, yeah, I'll take the Leafs, though. Uh, to, to do, I don't know, minus 218 is a little bit of juice. Regulation's a bit of a gamble, too, with the way this team tends to play games. Uh, if anything, I would just, like I said, lean the Austin Matthews goal scorer. Maybe the Leafs team total over if it's at three and a half. If it's at like four and a half or something, I don't love it. Um, and as far as over under goes in this game, uh, I think Martin Jones played last game, so you'll probably see Samson Mob here. Um, I kind of like the under six and a half plus 105. You know, I the Coyotes got some firepower. I will say though, and I, I fuck, I hate doing this, but there's a lot of ex Leafs on Arizona. You got Sean Dursey, Alexander Kerfoot's pretty much destined to score a goal in this game, I'm just going to say. So maybe bet him anytime goal scorer. That'll probably hit. You got Michael Carcone. Fuck, dude, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe take the over six and a half because I'm saying everybody's going to fucking score. Give me the over. Give me the Leafs in regulation, I guess. And give me fucking Kerfoot anytime goal scorer, Matthews anytime goal scorer, maybe even Sean Dursey over one point or something like that. Yeah, this is a game where, like, all signs say to, to take the Leafs here. Arizona's lost, what, at least 10 in a row now. Leafs are 10 won. in a row? Uh, so yeah. that many? Is it yeah, that? Sure. It's, it's that many. So, so uh, as the Leafs do, this would be Holy a very... Shit. This would be a very Toronto game to lose, especially, you know, in, in Arizona. I'm sure Matthews will score a goal or two, but, yeah, I mean, this is a, could be a look-ahead spot for them. First half of a back-to-back, -back, they play in Vegas on Thursday, and then they play, I think, in Colorado this weekend. So, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a look-ahead look spot here. Not going to lay minus 218 on the Leafs. If anything, take the Coyotes plus 180 or Coyotes plus 1.5 at minus 142. Could see this going to overtime. Could also see... I don't know. After saying saying all this, I'm realizing Ingram's hurt. So who's going to play in net for right? Vash milk or this Billy is, Mag or whatever the fuck the uh, other guy's name is. Give me the over over six and a half minus one twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Connor Ingram's out. <laughs> Fade the Coyotes. That's my whole philosophy. This is uh, 2024. Um, yeah, Vash milk has been an awful this season. He uh, the only reason why the Coyotes were winning games for a while was Connor Ingram. And without him, they uh, don't have a chance in hell. Yeah, they do have some firepower, but they have a terrible defense. They're letting in goals for fun. Maple Leafs team total, uh, Talon mentioned that. That's my favorite play. You could do the over four and a half plus money. I like that quite a bit. 
Uh, I think that they light him up here. It is very leaf-like to, uh, to to win five in a row uh, without without Morgan Riley. Um, that, that, that's their way of sticking it to the league. You know, they'll win a, a playoff round, I guess. But uh, the, the best way to do it is is to win a, a few games in February. Um, that's that's least way against a bunch of shit teams. Anyway, uh, they're going to keep it up here. They're going to score four or five goals, maybe even more against this crappy Coyotes team. I didn't know it was 10 in a row. I knew it was bad, but uh, I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, but yeah, Leafs here all day long. And the over six and a half, I like that quite a bit because I do think the Coyotes will get their, their share of goals with the uh, Leafs don't exactly have a great defense either. Although all the guys are stepping up in Riley's absence, I will give them that. So yeah, Leafs in the over for me. Did I, you guys probably didn't. Maybe it's stupid. Say. Did you see the Matthew Nice quote? I did not. No? So it's his, first, it's his first game being back in Arizona. Keep in mind, he was born and raised in Arizona. And he said, yeah, I got about, uh, I bought about 50 tickets for friends and families coming. Uh, it's pretty much one section at that arena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which he's right. Like it pretty much is. So maybe keep an eye on Matthew Nice, you know, anytime goal scorer or over the numbers on points or something. It'll be a big homecoming for him as well. Uh, all right, we're going to move down to the 10 p.m. time slot as well. We have the Boston Bruins against the Edmonton Oilers. This should be a fucking wicked game. Finally, man. a good one. Yeah, this is the 10 o'clock game you should be watching. Uh, Bruins on the money line sitting at plus 120. Game itself is in Edmonton, if I didn't say. Uh, Oilers on the money line sitting at minus 142. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaying off plus 100. The under, minus 120. Uh, my pal, my sober friend, celebrating Lent. Is that what it is? Celebrating Lent? It's not a celebration, but yeah, I'm, I'm observing Lent. Okay. Participating in Lent? Is that a <laughs> yeah, better we way could to do that. put it? Okay. <laughs> Indul- indulging heavily in Lent. Mr. Joel Meyer, what are your thoughts on this game? Mardi Gras was the indulgence part. Uh, we're, we're in the uh, <laughs> the opposite of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, this is obviously the best game of the slate here. The uh, two of the best teams in the league. Uh, Bruins starting off a, a big road trip here after being uh, on the East Coast forever, seemingly. Um, you know, it came off a short road trip, somewhat successful one, uh, beating the Stars and the, uh, the the Blues fairly comfortably. They lost to somebody. I don't, I don't remember. At the moment. They lost to the Blues. They beat the Yotes. Yotes. Oh, okay. That's that's a little worse than ever. <laughs> Everyone's beating the Yotes. Um, yeah, for this one, I don't know. I guess I lean to the Oilers here. The Bruins are they're struggling. I, I saw that Hampus Lindholm left the game. I'm not sure if he's back. I didn't look at the injury report. Um, but, the yeah, the Bruins are kind of one-dimensional these days. They just put everything through Pasternak, relying on the power play, relying on elite goaltending. I think the Oilers have more uh, dimensions than one. So give me the Oilers here. McDavid uh, is going to be able to get free of the of the Bruins defense and, and crack open a few assists. All he does is assists these days. He's like uh, it's like 2021 McDavid and uh, all over again. Um yeah, so give me the Oilers here, minus 142. Again, I haven't bet this one, but that's the way I'm leaning. And I also lean to the under six and a half here. Like the way that the Oilers, I mean, the Oilers have been involved in some higher scoring games lately. They're a bit more like last year's Oilers, early season Oilers, but still, uh, they are playing better defensively. And we should have Stuart Skinner net here. We have a good goaltending matchup, and we know the Bruins like to play these close uh, under games. So under six and a half would be actually, I might even bet that one. That, that might actually be a bet of mine. So, yeah, it's much stronger on the on the under than the, the Oilers side. Yeah, I, I like the Oilers here. Minus 142 at home. That, that, that's a fine price. Boston, as you mentioned, hitting the road after a you know, t- kind of tough homestand there. Lost four in a row before beating Dallas in a shootout. Uh, went to overtime in their past two, three of their past four. Edmonton also just went to overtime two games ago. So don't mind taking the draw here. Both teams wanting to get at least a point if it's tied late. Could also see could also see a, a, a 2-2, go with 2-2, 3-3, correct score going into, into OT. But yeah, I, I'd probably also lean to the under, under 6.5, minus 120. Uh, Skinner hasn't been as great recently, but could see a, more of a playoff-like atmosphere here with Boston wanting to get off on their road trip on the right foot. So, yeah, I, I like, like the Oilers and the under 6.5, minus 120. I love this game to watch. I hate this game when it comes to capping because, like, these two teams have been kind of fucking me all year long. Every time I say, Oilers are going to lose, you're going to get the doors blown off if they win. And every time I say, yeah, the Bruins are going to just walk all over this team, they fucking lose or it's a close game. So what do I do here? Boys, it's a Wednesday. 
Sounds to me like a Sunday, baby. It's time to wear your Sunday's best. I'm thinking we're going to see some overtime in this game. You know, you split the middle here. Uh, two great teams when it comes to talent-wise. You know, maybe Edmonton more of a more of a team accolade as opposed, or sorry, Boston more of a team kind of contribution as opposed to Edmonton's star power that they do have loaded on this squad. Uh, but two great teams nonetheless. So I'm going to be leaning towards the tie. That's probably sitting at like what, like plus three twenty, maybe like plus three thirty, something around there. Um, if I had to pick a side though, Oilers are pretty goddamn good at home, dude. 17, 6, and 1. But that goaltending is no match compared to what Boston is icing with uh, Swayman and Olmark, whoever gets to start here. You know, Bruins are good on the road too. 15, 5, and 6 record. Obviously not as good, you know, compared to Edmonton's home record. But I'm still going to lean towards Boston at plus 120 on the money line here. Um, Great teams find a way to fucking win games, especially against great opponents. And that's been that's been the antithesis of the Boston Bruins. How do you like that? Antithesis of the Boston Bruins over the past maybe like six, seven, eight years in this league here. So I'm going to take them a plus 120 to get it done against the Oilers. I do like the tie in this game over under. I'm leaning towards the under. I'm thinking we're going to see like a 2-2 tie. It might be a 3-3 tie, in which case we go over. But still, I'm going to I'm going to take the under in this one. No, for a low scoring affair. And just two goddamn good teams absolutely battling it out uh, at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night in Edmonton. Let's go, baby. Or your Sunday. Or my Sunday. Technically, yeah, you're right. Hell yeah. Thank you, Joel, for knowing that. I appreciate that. Um, all right, we're down to the time slot. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Do we even have to? <laughs> dessert. Like, do we have to? No, this isn't dessert. This is like if somebody takes a shit in your oh, fucking shit cup when you're done mealing and just gives it to you. <laughs> we got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Anaheim Ducks. Game is over at the Quack Palace in Anaheim here. Columbus in the money line. Sitting at plus 114. Ducks on the money line. Minus 135. The over-under is in the 6.5. Overpaying off minus 112. The under minus 108 here. Oh, man. Are Columbus technically on the second night of a back-to-back, right? They're going to be playing late tonight. You got to lean towards the Ducks here. Like, minus 135 against a team that's on a back-to-back. I know the Ducks fucking suck. I understand that. But, I mean, are the Blue Jackets great? No. Terrible on the road. They got an 8-12-6 and six record, especially on a back-to-back here. I hate this game so much, but I actually don't think Anaheim's such a bad play at minus 135. Um, if Dostal plays, Dostal can stop some pucks. Yeah, he had a tough go against Leafs the other night, but we've seen him be good. Uh, over under in this game, I fucking hate that play. Jesus Christ, I'm trying to find a lean here, but I can't find shit. If it's anything, these guys played to start the season early October, or late October, rather, is a 3-2 win for Anaheim. Maybe lean towards the under. I don't know. I hate this total, but give me the Ducks, baby. Yeah, I don't really got much here. Ducks minus 135 is a bit too steep. You can still get minus 120 at FanDuel if you're watching live. That might be reasonable to take, and you might even be able to arb out of that by, by puck drop. But maybe the over 6.5 minus 112, like both of these teams know they suck. They're not going to like be playing too too tight, I can imagine. So maybe it's, maybe some open ice there on a back-to-back for Columbus, but I'm not going to bet anything here. <laughs> Oh, we we don't have a Joseph Peterson in the chat giving all the uh, the rest uh, days uh, info. <laughs> so finally, I get to say my speech. The Ducks have been out in the East Coast forever. This is the second game in in uh, two nights or three nights rather, but uh, that's not a good swing around time. Going back from the East Coast where they've been for a while, coming back home to the Anaheim where the Blue Jackets are basically in town. There's not far to go from uh, the Staples Center to uh, the Honda Center. I think they call it. Or I don't even know what's the staples anyway. It's like the crypto.com arena. Crypto.com. Yeah. It's crypto.com. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, Blue Jackets will be chilling. I know they play the Kings tonight, but I don't think that they'll be, uh, you know, giving their 100% A effort for this one. So they'll still have a lot of juice left in their legs. So I'm going to wait, see where the line goes. But I think uh, I'll be betting the Blue Jackets in this one, actually. Um, I don't really care about the goaltending. Is a, I don't even know who the goaltenders are. Brzezikans and Tarasov? Or, Tarasov. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, give me the – Give me the over six and a half well, as well, and uh, give me the Blue Jackets at some point. Uh, can, can I just take a second and say, like, what the fuck was Johnny Goudreau thinking? Like, hindsight's twenty twenty. we get that, no. but, like, what the fuck are you doing coming to Rad this? Radko Gudist it. He Radko Gudist it. Oh, my God. He didn't no. go where the pressure was. He went to where he could just coast, you know, raise a family, have a nice time. Philly would have signed him. him. Brian, did, didn't the Flyers, weren't they interested? Uh, they were much more interested in Tony D'Angelo and Rasmus Ristolainen <laughs> and, and, and guys like that rather than the, the hometown kid that wanted to come, come play. Well, and, the devil you know, wanted it, them bad. 
Yeah, you should have went to the devil. It's a very, very short line. Probably. We have to settle for Palat. <laughs> I remember that. Dude, that's been a fall off, eh? That guy was so sick in Ant- or in uh, Tampa, especially in the playoffs. Like, what the fuck is happens to a lot of those Tampa guys? Like, once they leave, they, right. they take the mm-hmm. paycheck and then they just like, mm-hmm. kind of cruise. They don't have the culture, right? That's what I'm talking about with the Ducks and Radko Gudis. They, they, they doesn't have the culture to fight for. I respect that's my that. whole point, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Uh, that pretty much wraps up the five game slate. Uh, Gilbert, five games. Any consensus plays on the docket? No, all on the Flyers, minus 198, or regulations, minus 115. I think that's probably better for a consensus play there. Um, Leafs team total over three and a half or over four and a half plus odds, and the over six and a half in that game at minus 125. And then the Boston Edmonton under six and a half at minus 120. Okay. And hopefully those are some Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. Hell yeah. Um, okay. We, uh, you know, a little bit of a shorter show here. Normally we do lock talk and totals. We're not going to do that for this show. Normally we'd have a segment. Well, the, uh, the old, the segment coordinator, he was, he was mailed it in. He didn't fucking come up with shit. Uh, but I think our very own Joel Meyer has a little bit of future talk that he wants to dive into here. Uh, Jolie, what's on your mind here, my friend? Yes, sir. I made a few bets today. I'll, I'll rip right through them in a bit. Yeah, first of all, I kind of uh, tipped it off or, or uh, teased it last uh, last show with the the outro when I said uh, Austin Matthews bet him for hard or whatever, and I didn't realize that he's already down to five to one. But it's for good reason because for the last week I've been asking like, where's the conversation about Austin Matthews for hard? Like he's scoring all these goals again and again. Like after two straight games with, with hat tricks, the, the odds weren't moving. Nobody was talking about it. Until finally today, today all every everything I listened to it, it's something to do with Austin Matthews. Started off with on Halford and Bruff, they had Greg Rasinski on there does the uh, the trophy watch, whatever it's called, and he was saying uh, expect a, ma- a major swing towards Austin Matthews in the next polling early March. Um, and then I listened to the Jeff Merrick show. They had Adam Oates on there. He was talking about Austin Matthews' shot, how, like just just like five minutes about how how he operates, like being able to score from that kind of distance, like old school. Um, then I listened to uh, uh, 32 Thoughts. For Elliot Friedman was saying that if he gets to 70 goals, he's going to win the heart because uh, basically everyone who does wins the heart, or or they're really close. Like uh, Mario Lemieux had 69 goals when a McGillney or Brett Hull had 70 or something so, like that. No, it was McGillney and Timu Solani in 1993 both had over 70 goals. Right, or 19, yeah. 1993, would I say 70? You're saying that if it wasn't the, the, the 70 goal score, it was like somebody who's either really close or the guy who's feeding the, the passes. So, uh, and this hasn't been done since uh, 1993, I think. So that's over 30 years. So I think that it's a, it's a fact that he's going to win the heart if that happens. He would have the, the, the Canucks radio guy was asked, who do you have for the heart? He said Austin Matthews. So it's literally it's, it's going nuts right now. Um, so yeah, even at the 450 price, whatever it is now, I think that's a good bet. I mean, you look at the odds for him to win uh, or score 70 goals. It's like plus 150, plus 160, something like that. If he scores 70 goals, I think it just wins. So if if you think he'll do that, then I just I think he'll bet the you just bet the heart. Um, makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, fortunately, I, I haven't bet at these numbers because I, I was I was forecasting this a while ago. So as I saw, he was the only one who could ruin McKinnon. Like it wasn't going to be McDavid. I didn't think it was Kucherov. Because nobody's really, really wants to vote for Kucherov. I don't think. Uh, I know you would. You would if you had to vote. Talent would give like, uh, like all five, all five of his ballots. No, no, no. But you know my stance. We don't got to get into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I think even now, I think Matthews is is the vote for Hart. And you know, the, obviously, I, I'm staked in McKinnon. But my goal in all these awards is when it happens, I don't want to have a sweat. I want to have like, do I win a lot? Or to win a lot more, like whoever gets picked. So that that's like my that. thing. That's yeah. that's what I'm going for here with McKinnon, and uh, 
and uh, Matthews, and hopefully Crosby is number three. But <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, another loss today. Fuck the Pens. Um, so what? No fucking love for Kucherov whatsoever, Joel. Like no, no, no. I, it's just he's. I don't don't have a ton of Kucherov, so it, it's just betting wise. Honestly, yeah, you're right. I would have him as more valuable than than either uh, Matthews or uh, pertaining McDavid, to certainly. his team's success. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If you, McKinnon, yeah, Kucherov, if neck for and neck for me. Yeah, if if, if it's like we, we should do the. Uh, what was it was Archers, the BBC Awards? The BBC Awards. We're going to do that this year. I'm, yeah. I'll spearhead it. I'll tally everything. We'll have our own whoever, award. Whoever show. wants to participate in it, jump in the Discord. We'll do it later this year. You know, we'll you each pick five people for each award. You grade them. We'll calculate it accordingly. I'll take care of all that. So that'll be something we'll do. Um, one thing I want to talk about quickly when it comes to Austin Matthews, and this is something i got to give our boy Archer a lot of credit for here. I think you said this in the offseason, and I, I, I shot it back in his face a little bit, but he was saying uh, – I don't think it's a new era we're playing in, but we're definitely seeing more goal scoring. And when it comes to the Austin Matthews scenario, you know, two years ago when he hit 60 goals, we were saying that fucking, you know, if you had asked me five years ago, is anybody going to ever hit 60? Chances are most people would say it would take a fucking slim chance for it to happen because it hadn't been done since like 2013 when Stamkos did it. Then Matthews hit 62 years ago. And then what did we see last year? We see both Panarin and McDavid hit 60 goals. Pasternak yeah, too. I'm going to say Pasternak, you're right. Pasternak and McDavid both hit 60 goals. And now this year we see Austin Matthews pushing 70. He hasn't got it yet. He needs, what, uh, 21 more goals? But with that being said, he's on pace for 75. Who's to say next season we won't see McDavid or Pasternak or fucking anybody else push that 70 marker again? Maybe this is just the trend that things are going, you know? And I'm not trying to undermine this. Fucking, I love Austin Matthews more than anybody fucking that you guys know. Love this guy. Love the fact that this is a possibility here. But maybe we're going to start to see more of these high-scoring goals. Maybe we'll see these guys hit like a 65, a 66, and it won't be like a big deal kind of thing, right? So if that's the case and things end up trending in that direction, it's too early to predict that right now. But if the that's the way things are going, then to me, a guy like Kucherov that has 92 points through 50 fucking four games or something is more valuable to his team than a guy like Austin Matthews that's on pace for 75 goals and only has like 73 points. So there's both sides of the story. The McKinnon side factors in as well. I understand that, but it's just an interesting conversation when thinking about the future of these awards, I guess, you know? Yeah. Remember, remember two years ago, the first season we had totals that were five. Five and yeah. a half was, was wow. very common. Yeah. Crazy. Now they're all like six and a half. That just shows right. how much more goal scoring there is these days, right? So, yeah, 100%. you're right. The, the goal scoring is way up, but uh, still, you know, a first guy to do it in 30 years, I think that he, he'll just. It's significant. It's yeah. not significant. You're right. 100%. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I hate that Matthews isn't going to be a finalist for the heart. I don't think he <laughs> should be above Kucherov, McKinnon, McDavid. Pasternak's more important to the, to the Bruins and the Matthews yeah. is to the Leafs. Like, I agree. But but as Joel says, like you have to read the voters. You have to know the market, and that's what you're betting on. You're not betting on what you personally would 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 vote for. You're betting on what the people voting are going to vote for, and and that's what that's what you got to read it as. And you know what's impressive about Matthews is he's at 49. Reinhardt's behind him, ten, ten goals behind him, 39. Like, Nobody's talking year, about that. Like, like there's such a gap there that like there's always been like like you said last year two sixties. Two of them, two of them hit seventy back in the nineties. But like, there's such a gap that he could hit seventy and no one else could hit sixty. And like that's, mm -hmm. and they want to award him with something. And like the heart's the only thing they can give him because like he has the rocket Richard locked up. So they want to kind of award him with that. And the heart is definitely going to be going to be an option. Now, now, Joel, do you think now plus four fifty is a good time to get in, or do you think it's going to go higher at any point? I don't think it'll go higher. I mean, uh, you have to look at the schedule. I mean, uh, Talon mentioned there's the Coyotes. He loves to score against the Coyotes. So uh, now would be a time because you have to figure he's going to score. What are the odds trying to score a goal? He's going like minus 170 second. or something. Toronto does have the second hardest schedule ranked in the NHL for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's tough. Mm -hmm. they, they have the they little easy stretch here when he's, he's pouring yeah. them all in. So he could slow down. He could slow down. But I, I just think that if that line is correct, like plus 160, whatever, to, to score 70, then uh, there's obvious value in the plus four, whatever. Um, and something something I brought up in the Discord too, um, five on five scoring, I believe Matthews is leading the league in, so it's not like he's just getting all these goals on the power play. Leafs power play has kind of been shit this year. Uh, second of all, this guy is leading in the league in post hit. He has 15 posts hit this year. 
So like I said in the Discord, if you oh, took he shoots like half, so fucking much. Yeah, I know, but if you took half of those and put them onto his goal scoring total, if he had 57 goals or 58 goals through like fucking 53 games or something, that's banana lands what we're talking about here. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough to argue against. With that being said, I'm kind of with Ryan that there's more valuable players according to their team uh than this guy but i mean fuck we're all agreed on that i'm just just talking about the pets here but if he if it's hard to argue against him doing what he's doing you know yeah yeah so next one this is this is but i tailed um so i'm not going to take like credit for but ken barkley pointed out that the la kings have uh like pretty much the easiest schedule left in nhl if you include their how many home games they have. Like they play like almost 60% of their games left at home against a bunch of shit teams. And they, they play the Canucks four times. But other than that, it's just a bunch of trash. Who um, made the schedule? Jesus fucking. Yeah, Jesus the initial God. scheduling is really bad this year. Um, well, so we're going to go on another tangent here, but the, the NBA is off. Friday, they have one game on. Sunday, they have like three games on at like the same time, basically. First week, without, first week without football. They're, they're, they, could, they could just completely take yeah. over that. Yeah. No what games are we at doing? night on Monday Nothing. night. No NBA. Oh like you, got, you can't take advantage of that. Anyway. So yeah, Kings over on 105 points is what I bet. He also said that if you really want to uh, get crazy, uh, Kings to win the President's Trophy 101. I, I I think that is a little bit too, uh, too much because... They do play the Canucks four times, so they can like knock them out in a way. But there's just too many teams ahead of them uh, for that to be realistic. I think even a hundred to one. I mean, I'm never going to tax someone for betting a hundred to one, but uh, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kings over hundred and a half points. I think that they're they're turning a corner here. They're finally scoring a couple goals, getting defense, goaltending from David Riddick. So I like that one. Um, <laughs> next up, we got the. Uh, Florida Panthers. This is a team I bet to win the President's Trophy. I've been reluctant to hedge off my Canucks bets, but at, at this point, I got to do it. I, I'm kind of expecting a loss here against the Avalanche, and then they got to go to Seattle in two days. That's terrible, and they've got to play Boston on, on Saturday, and they have a really tough schedule. A lot of it at home, thankfully, and they don't have to go to the East Coast again, but still, they, have, they play a lot of tough teams. So the Canucks, I'm just a bit worried for my bets, but even without that, I think the Panthers have the best chance to win the President's Trophy. They have an easier schedule. They play a lot of home games as well. So, yeah, I, I like the Panthers quite a bit. Now, the win today, so the price might drop a little bit, but it should still get like plus 350, something like that. And uh, what was the last one? Last one. Oh, yeah, related. Canucks under 111.5 points. Um, yeah, I mentioned the schedule and all that. And uh, the injury to Dakota Josh was kind of a big deal because the Canucks' third line has been so important to their success. And we don't know when this guy's going to be back exactly. It should be too long, but still, that's a huge uh, component of, of um, their team. And I, I don't think that they'll be as successful without him in the lineup. And, yeah, that's just too many points. I, I think that they uh, don't quite reach 112. It'll be close. I think it'll be like 109, 110. Something like that, but 112 is it's just a bit too far. So just a, a small bet on that as well. Uh, the Canucks under 111 and a half points because that they, they it's the highest in the market right now. I don't, like I said, I don't think that they have the best chance to win the President's Trophy right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Bruins 107 and a half points. I've been betting that for like a week for the President's uh, Trophy. Today. What over or under? Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, what the fuck am I saying? Over under 107 points. 107 and a half on the Bruins. Yeah, I think that they. Uh, I think they kind of like. I have to look into the schedule, though. I don't hate. You're that. taking the They're over at... or the under, Joel? Under, under, under. Okay. On under. the Bruins, 107 half points because. What is that right now? Like 76, 78. They have a lot of road games. Uh, what they're at right now, I don't know. Early, low 70s, mid 70s. Um, yeah, it's it. They're projected to. It'll be around there again. It's a close one. Not a huge value. Not like the Blackhawks were. But uh, still, I like that one uh, a bit as well. With how many road games they have to play, and uh, and Lindholm might be hurt. I, I still haven't looked into that. But uh, yeah, I just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not too fond of the Bruins finishing out strong in the regular season. They'll be fine in the playoffs, but the regular season, I'm, I'm fading them. We got our boy Brendan Vag and saying Panthers plus four hundred to win the East on DraftKings. I think that's including playoffs, isn't yeah, it? That's that's playoffs, yeah, that's them to make it to the finals. So that's fine that's, with me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm hate it. Panthers in every way. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. a little late, but uh, it's, it's probably better than any other bet for the East mm-hmm. right now. Like I said, I parlayed that with Vegas to make it so it's like a back-to-back, and it's that's a, I that's think a it was good like, bet, like, like the thousand or something like that. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, fuck, those two teams could easily do it. So I, uh, I don't know. There's 
uh, maybe one of these days we'll have to like you know explicify and designate a full on future shows and we can run through it all and see when it's like a weaker thing. So and we can uh, we can actually do some digging. I know Julie does a lot, but I'll be honest, this is a this is a market that I tend to stay away from. So give me give me a couple of days notice. Oh, you've been dipping your toes this year, right? I I just go with the Dominator, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, me and my boy, right. <laughs> me and my boy at work, we bet this. We got. Dude, we've calculated we have 70 bets this year between NFL and NHL. And then we have Holy a bet shit. between the two of us. Whoever wins the most bets wins that bet. So like it's uh, so we're waiting to see how that all kind of plays. I hope he makes a lot of money there at your job because it sounds like you're you're raking it. You're, you're well, killing. you know what? No, he he's actually up on me right now, truth be told. Oh. You know, I know you just tell him uh, the, the bad ones then. Or well, you just I tell had us a, the bad ones. You know what it was? I had a lot of Chargers futures, and uh, uh, they had a terrible <laughs> year this year. So he cleaned up shop pretty good on that one. You know, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, I don't know, Gilbert. You got anything? Uh, any future wise stuff that's been uh, on your Not, radar? Or what? Nothing off the top, man. I was gonna go based off. I'll based off the Kings. I do, I do like the Kings now. I think I did turn it around. I mean, it seems like they have Riddich and Talbot. Either of them can, you know, potentially take the net. So maybe. Maybe them for the cup at twenty-two to one. Like if they get the get a wild card spot, take on the Jets in the first round. If they could take them down, so don't mind the Kings. You know, I, I think it's all about figuring out which one of these like five teams at the top is legit. I think Panthers ten to one for the cup is is a good good look. Carolina eleven to one. Like you want to see them go out and, and do something because they don't have that that superstar. And Svechnikov's been in and out of the lineup, but yeah, there's no real team besides Florida right now that's been overly impressive oh you're right carolina worries me bro like they need some fucking goaltending they got to figure out what's going mm-hmm. on in between the pipes no yeah i mean i i don't even know if it was a rant anderson's back at practice but like he then he could be out again like you never know he'll find some new disease to get uh, well, with. so i had this conversation with a buddy too he's like oh freddie's coming back they're good it's like the guy hasn't played hockey in a fucking year bro like you can't just step in between the pipes and you know, it, like, yes, I believe that it's like riding a bike and shit, but at the NHL level, you can't take that much time off and then come in and just play in playoffs and be fucking lights out. Maybe you can, you know, stranger things have happened, but I'm like, it just seems that's a bit far fetched, you know? Also shut up my boy, Brandon Vogan, not vegan, Vogan. We heard you, is buddy. It, Don't worry. Is it Vogan or, or Vogan? Uh, he's not he, German. He, he did Vugen in the chat here. Vugen slouch with the capital capital O. Vugen height. I do also like that that Panthers bet to win the President's Trophy at, at plus three seventy. I think they're they should be the favorites. Interesting, interesting. Uh, all right, boys. Anything else you want to add here? You know, or uh, we can keep this one a little shorter. Yeah, let's get the Avs Canucks game. The uh, the Heartland versus Homeland. The Homeland. I like you like that, eh? That's catching on. Yeah, I like that good. too. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, everybody, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of the sports. We got hockey. You know, as we say, we got football. We don't. Although, you know, springtime football with the XFL merging with the USFL. We'll see more about what's going to happen there. Uh, anyways, we got baseball going on. Basketball. I'm sure there's stuff cooking around the league. Uh, golf, MMA. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. NASCAR. You can find all that information at the SGPM website. Be sure to go check it out. Listen to the other shows. Everybody kills it. Be sure to check out all the articles. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles that he's pumping out weekly, but he's doing some absolute work here. I'm not going to lie. My fantasy team's fucking sick. I'm sorry. I got to read through it. It's fucking dope. Everyone for, cares about your fantasy This is what everyone no, no, loves to hear. Don't, I don't give a fuck about any of y'all, okay? We're reading it. I am first in my league. It is a 12-man league. My record is 15-3-0. and And this is a keepers league where we get 10 keepers. And the commissioner is like, yeah, I'm thinking of increasing it. I'm like, fuck yeah, increase it. Let me keep all my guys. I got. I picked this guy up out of waivers and just fucking for free this year. I got Shane Pinto, Elias Pedersen, Quinton Byfield, Mason Marchment, Jonathan Druin, Trevor Moore, Troy Terry, Lucas Raymond, Matthew Barzell, uh, Miro Hiskinen, Sean Dersey, Noah Dobson, Brandon Montour, uh, Math or Matthias Matheson, Austin Matthews, Dylan Larkin, Clayton Keller. JJ, Jean-Jacques, Jingle, Harmer, Schmidt, Paterka, John Walker, who's probably going to get traded or left in free agency. I got Jack Eichel on my injured reserve, Stuart Skinner, UC Saros, Connor Ingram, and Frederick Anderson on injured reserve. My team is fucking yoked, and my team is called Bracco's Coke Nose because of the rumor like four years ago that Jeremy Bracco just did a bunch of Coke. Let's go, baby. 
you should, yeah. you should relaunch the fantasy hockey podcast though they'd love to have you i'm sure buddy is, is that done is they not doing that anymore uh looks like their last episode was on the 30th of october so okay like well it. fuck it tally's fantasy corner yo and normally my team's name is off constantly because nobody can beat off constantly mm. that's what i do on my football ones you know what i mean yeah. it's pretty good or if you're beating me it says you're beating off constantly when it pops up that's <laughs> always a funny one too uh all right either way tons of stuff in the world of sports you can find all the information there uh shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord discord's a great place if you're not in the discord you're not making money everybody there has an awesome sometime dude so uh i don't know I, I, there's a while there there's like a good like two weeks where i had like fucking like 10 people message me on twitter saying how do you go to the discord and we point them in the right direction so that's awesome uh you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll get you in there or you can reach out to the hcp twitter account or social media assistant producer we'll get you going there or what you can do is just go to the grocery store and if you're there and you're in the lentil aisle looking to buy some lentils chances are our very own joel meyer will be there looking at the lentil aisle too because that's that's what lent's all about isn't it you know isn't that what lent's all? actually i got a, i got a joke here what's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea i've never let a lentil on my face <laughs> Is, isn't it a different bean I, that's that's supposed to be with that no no come on right isn't it, it like a, a like a zap because whatever that whatever bean that is what are you talking about i don't, I don't think ryan got it yeah well, I, I got, got the it. joke i got come on I, I get all the jokes. I just, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not original, unique, or anything like well, that. We don't get right. Yes, it is. Catfish, That's a good cat, catfish loves it. He says, I fucking yeah, love that. Guy. So there you go. You got your target, target audience. I appreciate that. I mean, do you guys have any good jokes? Do you guys have a good joke or what? No. Anything on top of your head? Off the top of my head, no. I'm, I'm all quick wit. I don't have anything planned. It's just, all right, all right. What's a, what's a pirate's favorite letter? Uh, the C. No, it's supposed to, you're supposed to say that. I've said this before. You're supposed to say, R. You think it'd be the R, but you know it'd be the C. Come on, that's a good joke too. What's another? Uh, so this one. Oh. This one might. We don't. We don't might, have to go an hour. There's no. There's no. No, I'm doing it. This one. To reach an hour. This one might get us in trouble, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Why did uh? Why did Helen Keller's dog hate her? You'd be mad too if your name was. I thought it was a good one, yo. No, no love? What, you guys can't laugh at anything offensive now, so you guys won't get canceled too? Whatever, go fuck yourselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, everybody. Uh, my name is Talon. What do you got? Ryan, do your shit. Yeah, good. But sometimes if you're still listening, make sure you uh, subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> Shout out everyone in the chat. A few people in there today, so make sure you get in there for our live show. Should be going live tomorrow evening some, at some point, I, I would imagine. Um, leave a five-star rating review on apple and spotify and turn out on auto downloads the episode in your feed as soon as they're published <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right everybody my name is Solid jenkins you can find me on twitter at talent underscore jenkins 94 i'm ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert sop i'm joel Mine, you'll find me reading the ads next episode because i went oh and three. Oh my goodness gracious we still love you joel we still love you joel we love you, Joel. Kari, Kari. See? No, this is it. This is proof, though. When you're sober during Lent, just fade mm-hmm. the fuck out of this guy, bro. Apparently. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, Good night. everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Peace.